Welcome back to the Sylvania Gals, everyone. I'm Margaret. I'm Bridget. And the uh, iconic mom daughter duo we are. Yep. We're here to talk about life, our life experiences. We've had a few things going on over the past couple weeks. Oh, yes. But if, and if it sounds a little different, it's because we had to move out of our sound studio. It just got a little bit yeah, too Yeah, we're kind of stuffy. in a heat wave. It's also just the summer. And, yeah, but... but it, so that's why we might sound echoey. But we did do a sound check, and we decided it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it'll do. Today we're talking... We're just... Today we're just having a conversation. We're catching up. Yeah. yeah. We're catching up on things because... Uh, actually, I've been away for like a week I feel like because yeah. I was up in Lewisburg came back and yeah made our trip we went on a trip yeah so yeah. you guys up this morning from the uh, from the the train station I did go to the wrong train station but it worked out and then um we've been trying not to talk about your trip so we could say we're for the podcast right and there's a, there is a lot there there is we we did a lot you went to Seattle Went to Seattle, yeah. Just you and Dad. We had credits. He had credits, so. Yeah. Because he didn't make his March 2020 trip to Washington State, so the airline gave him credits. So we went to Seattle, and I was checking the place out. Yeah. You guys, it looks and sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, well, we did a yeah. lot. Yeah, I we... Mean, you guys came back. <laughs> Both wearing Hawaiian shirts, like, on full vacation mode. Well, yeah, that's, uh, those are the shirts that were kind of left over. First thing is, you know, we were in Seattle on the hottest day ever recorded in Seattle. And the second hottest day ever recorded in Seattle. And maybe the third hottest day ever recorded. Yeah, and we so only were in Seattle for four days, so... <laughs> So, so it was, it was like, kind of a historic time to be yeah, in Seattle hitting, in many ways. Hitting 110s. The final day was 108, which broke Seattle's record by like 20 degrees or something. It was, yeah, kind of insane. So it was kind of strange because it felt his, kind of a little bit historic in many ways because the pandemic was ending. They were kind of ending the pandemic. They were supposed to lift all restrictions, I think, within a couple of days after we left. Mm-hmm. But then they were also having this historic heat wave. Like closing stuff. Cause of the heat. Yes. Pike's Market was closed for heat after, you know, we told you about the uh, vendor where we bought your little gift. Yeah. And it was her first day back in a year and a half since March 2020. And there, that was on Friday or maybe Thursday. I think that was on Thursday. And then on uh, here on Monday, she's the place hall of Pike's Place Market is closed because of heat. Yeah, but it's. I looked at the weather; it's going down by tomorrow. I think. Yeah, it is. It so. is. Well, down to the eighties, which is still a little above normal, I think, for Seattle. Mm. But you know, Mount Rainier is off in the distance of a hundred miles away, or so. It's covered in snow. Yeah. It's covered in glaciers. Oh, well, if it was a hundred miles away, it, it probably wasn't one ten over there. Well, I mean, all of Seattle, though, was in a heat dome. It didn't, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the melting. Uh, clearly, some glaciers are melting. Um, yeah, that makes me sad. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, okay. I figured, I, that, I didn't want to send you a picture of, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I don't, we won't talk about that. Well, there were other things about Seattle that, you know, were. Yeah, so you said you enjoyed your trip, but you wouldn't want to live there. Why would you not want to live in Seattle, Mom? Um, well... Don't hold back. 
No, I mean, I'm not sure that it re- the option is there to begin right. with. Right. But, um, you wouldn't, yeah. You, know, you, you live in Philly, your family's in Philly. Right, yeah, my, my roots are in Philly. But, um, but see, Seattle has a lot of homeless. It, yeah. it notice so how are they dealing with the heat? Was, did they have shelters? Well, they according to the news sites, they had shelters, but there were a lot of people walking around in this. Well, and there's a lot of tents. Like this, there are just tents on the sidewalks. There are tents everywhere, mm-hmm. in some places. And it was interesting that a lot of it's like at Pike's Place Market and South. And we did, people kept talking about Pioneer Square. It's like one of the most historic places in Seattle, like the original kind of Seattle. Yeah. But apparently it's overrun with homeless. and It's a park? It's a very little park. It's an area of the city in a very little park, yeah. but apparently it's all tents now. And we had one last chance to visit it I, as we were leaving, and I said, I don't want to go there just to ogle the homeless people. Like, yeah. And how are they living, and what are they doing in this heat? And so, But we saw plenty of homeless, and, and the last day we were there... Kind of the homeless kind of are around a couple blocks away from Pike's Place Market. It was a very famous market in Seattle. and um, But we took a streetcar up to where we went to the museum, Union Lake Park. And that's where Amazon and Google headquarters are. And there are no homeless there. Like it's... Yeah. Well, and... And it, the streets are clean. Like there's trash all over the streets and, you know, in, in the right. southern part. And Del- and, yeah. Is Dell there? Or Windows? Windows, excuse me. Microsoft. Well, Microsoft is actually in another town. Yeah. Oh, really? It's in Redmond, I think. Yeah. Um, but oh, actually, we saw the headquarters Wait. for allrecipes.com. One, the side of the building said all Really? Re- yeah. Wait, I thought that was kind of just like a blog. No, no. That's a serious company, I think. I don't know if it's the headquarters, but the one the one building did say yeah. at the top allrecipes.com. Also, it wouldn't be headquarters for Google. That's in LA. Yeah, you're right. Google's main campus is somewhere in California, I believe. But they do have a pretty big yeah. building that says Google on it um, in Seattle. And Amazon's campus, Amazon's headquarters, I think, are in Seattle. And it was one of, but they didn't have like a big Amazon sign. So. Oh, okay. And then Starbucks also. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of wealth there. I, I, I yeah, have to say. there's a lot of big companies. There's, I have never seen such extremes of wealth and poverty so close so together. So did you see a lot of the big houses? Well, I didn't, we didn't see a lot of the big houses. What we did see was some pretty big boats. Right. Like who owns this yeah, thing? Like it, it, it like weekend a weekend adventure is that? Yeah, Every weekend. Right, and like and, and they have its own crew, but I think it's privately owned. Yeah, there's a there's a TikToker who goes around and um, this is kind of random, but goes around and like to rich to nice cars and asks people what they do. And then one of his episodes was he went around to nice yachts mm-hmm. and asked people what they do. And the the owner wasn't there, but one of the crew members was there, and he's like, "Yeah, this those cars I see you do, they cost like four hundred thousand, like flat. This costs like five hundred k a year, right? You know, right? Like, and, and you know, like you have to pay this whole crew, right? Air conditioned, it has electricity oh. and Wi Fi. It's, 
It, yeah. It's huge. And I didn't see any... You know, it's the As far as the homes go, they're all sort of... I didn't see big homes. Like, we asked uh, Dad's friend who we visited when we were there, um, and, you know, where do the poor people live? Like, they don't have... I feel I felt like every time they build high-density housing in Seattle, it sells for half a million dollars because the demand for real estate is just yeah, so that's like, high. Isn't that what the whole West Coast is kind of like? Yeah, I think so. I think like so. San like Francisco, San Francisco, yeah. real estate is just so high. And LA is obviously like that. But maybe like near like San Diego, closer to Mexico, isn't like that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on down there, but I think it's really difficult. That's why the East Coast is better. That's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have affordable housing here, although we talked about how that's, you know, sort of changing. So, yeah, but other, but we had a good time. We did, we did a lot. We did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we really did. And yeah, it was you guys hot. Are like, oh, we, we did this. Like, I can't keep track of your days. You're like, oh, this day. We're I know. Here. And every day we were like passed out by 8 30 <laughs> or 9. And we, but we were up at 5, you know, <laughs> and we were out the door by 7 or 8 because we were kind of on East Coast time. You know, we rode a lot of public transportation to get around places. So that was part of the adventure. We picked up the car. On Friday morning, which was a Lightning McQueen, you know, it's this little Mazda Miata. It's the Lightning McQueen car from Cars. Yeah, yeah, but a convertible. A convertible. Wasn't Lightning McQueen a convertible? I don't, I don't know. know. He, he had eye. The car is a person. How could that be convertible? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess he has to have a top to his head. So. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, we took two buses to get there on Saturday oh, morning okay. to, get to, the car, to get the car. We took a bus, and then we had to get off somewhere in northern Seattle, and get on another bus, and then walk about, you know, maybe half a mile in this, you know, in this heat. It was already getting really hot, so we're walking along the road, and then the guy wasn't ready for us yet, so. Oh, I can just see you being upset. Oh, well, it was okay. It was, actually, his neighbor was, came out and was very nice to us. One of the very nice aspects of the trip is that we talk to a lot of people, Mm. We socialize, like we struck, we struck up conversations with yeah, just I feel like when random people. When you're like a couple traveling, like you're more likely to do that when you have kids, even mm. if your kids are older. Like I feel like you wouldn't have done that if I was there, because I would mm. be bored just right, to right. Yeah, we were just striking up random conversations, um, and, and and it was nice because, you know. It, it, it was kind of, that wasn't happening so much during the pandemic, right? You right. Were, yeah. Everybody was behind a mask, and everybody was behind a mask still inside in Seattle, but outside. Really, um, I feel and, like no one's behind a mask. In yeah, Philadelphia. here. No, in, in there. Anytime you go inside anywhere, you're putting on a mask, and unless you're sitting down to eat, and then you take mm-hmm. it off. But um, yeah. So we struck up a lot of random conversations with just random people and it was that was kind of a pleasant experience and one of them was the neighbor of this guy who wasn't ready to he was asleep so his neighbor came out and he was kind of helping us he's like oh can i get you water can we get you water (laughs) so that was kind of fun i don't know do you want me to just go through a laundry list of no i'm ready to talk about mine oh (laughs) okay yeah i mean yeah we can go back on your life yeah, I know. Yeah, tell us what you did while we were away. 
on well the only interest my only interesting day was on Sunday. Me and Ethan went downtown. We we were like we should do something. It was kind of funny. We were like we should do something like we don't normally do. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, why don't I plan it? And then he didn't know what to plan, so I kept suggesting stuff. Right. And he just did all of that. So right. it was like surprise, but not really. Um, so we drove down to Spruce Street Harbor Park and yeah. parked there. You could park. I mean, you had no trouble parking, I feel in like. In a parking garage. there, And then sat in the hammock for like an hour. It was mm-hmm. it was also very hot. I mean, it was like ninety five probably. Right. Yeah, that's hot to be in a hammock. Yeah. Well, it was very it was very windy there because oh. it's right on the water. Yeah. So Breezy. That, and then we our tickets for Magic Gardens were th- at three. We couldn't show up before then, but we got to Spruce Street Harbor Park at noon. Mm. So then we walked across the bridge, um, and we were on South Street, and then we ate at a little diner. You know, like a country diner. It wasn't like a city thing. I mean, maybe it was. Was it right on South Street? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're famous for, you know, fun little restaurants and yeah, South Street. Um, yeah, so we, I had pancakes and hash browns. Well, you don't yeah. like pancakes when we make them, but you like them. Yeah, like- when I'm out, I like pancakes, if they're good. And I only got one pancake, but it was good. Um, and then it was like one thirty, so we had an hour and a half to kill on South Street. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with this little game where we we had a coin, and at every intersection we flip the coin, and the coin tells us which way to go. Wow. So at every intersection we flip the coin, mm-hmm. and so we just walked through South Philadelphia, um, crossing so because- South Street. and So we didn't go, we never went backwards. We never allowed ourselves to go backwards, but we, like, went through, like, like snaked, basically. Um, there's some nice neighborhoods. We we walked a lot of Lombard Street. Right, so that's north of South Street. North of South Street is really nice. That's the old city. Yeah, but we didn't, like, go that far. Yeah, you weren't far from Zav, the number one restaurant in the country, like, in 2019 or whatever, is down there near near the Society Hill Towers, those big towers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very yeah. expensive to live in. Um, but Zob is pretty close, a couple blocks. Yeah, you mm-hmm. might have been a couple blocks from it. Yeah, then we went in the Magic Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this on the Philly Places podcast, but it's small. Ethan didn't expect it to be that small. Right. Um, so he was a little underwhelmed, but I also came up with another game where um, we, we walked around like separately and found something. Um, kind of like I Spy? or Yeah, kind of like I Spy, and then came together, and, and I was like, okay, find, well, this is one that he find, he said, but, like, find the orange man with white outlines, and then we walked around, and so we basically did that. Is um, it all on one floor, the Magic Garden? Um, there are stairs, and so you but it's all outside. After that, we walked back on South Street. We kind of just walked, like... Well, we walked a lot on Lombard because that was the nicer street. I guess one block north of South Street. Yeah, yeah, it's qu- yeah. Quieter um, and shadier for sure. Yeah, yeah, South Street is yeah, yeah. not a lot of shade. So it's, and then we 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 stopped at like what we thought was an ice cream place, but was actually um, gelato and sherbet sorbet sorbet. Mm. But so I got sorbet and that was really good. Wild berry and then we walked back. 
sat by the water for a little bit, and then we left. That sounds like a very nice day. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I was exhausted by the end. Because it was so hot. The heat. And we did so much walking. Yeah. Like, yeah. we walked for, you know, four hours probably. Because it's yeah. like, it's a 25-minute walk from Magic Gardens to... Which street is Magic Gardens on? I don't know. It's like eight blocks or right. ten blocks. Now now that's, that day is forever. Right. Do you take pictures? World. Yeah, we mm. took pictures. I mean, I'll show you after, but yeah. the pod can't right. see, so we don't want right. them to feel like I'm curious. And, and they had all the games out on set. Out yeah. at Spruce, and kids were playing with them. I guess you and Ethan didn't well, play Django I, or anything. I wanted to play Cornhole, and I wanted to play oh. Cornhole. But he didn't want to play, so we just didn't. I think probably because it was, like, in the sun. But, mm. um, yeah, they had the tic-tac-toe, or no, the, the four, the f- Connect Four. Right, I remember the Connect Four, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, they didn't have uh, Foursquare, but they had Cornhole, and they had, like, the chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah, Sushi at Harbor Park was definitely open in full force. Right. Um, and they, they didn't have any, like, water fountains, cooling fountains. I guess they do um, that in other places they, in the city, I Oh, we saw on Lombard, I think this was on Lombard, there was a park that did have water that kids would play in, but there was um, a kickball league, like, oh, you know, for, like, adults, just who wow. play kickball. So there was, yeah. So, and there were, like, two teams. They were, like, drinking and doing it. Right. But, like, they were right. playing kickball on a baseball field or softball field, but that looked, like, fun. Huh. Good day to spend a hot day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did a heck of a lot of walking, too, um, and a lot of bus riding. I guess, you know, uh, Dad sent you a lot of pictures of boats. Did you remember seeing a lot of pictures of boats? No, I didn't get those. Oh, he sent, in the family group, I thought he sent, like, a bunch of boat pictures. I said, they're going to have no idea why you're sending so many boat pictures. Um, Yeah, those. Oh, I see. I didn't see those. Whoa, that's what, there's a lot of boats. Wait, yeah. what are those kayakers doing? Yeah, that that is the Ballard Locks that connect oh, okay. Lake Washington with Union Bay and the P- Puget Sound. There are these locks. Yeah. And, you know, the ships. And that's where we saw these giant ships. Yeah. One in particular is just like... That one? Yeah, I think like, that's the one. Like Bill Gates might own that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, but there are the and the kayakers can go through the locks too. But it was a, we had a good time. See, they put a lot through it once, um, watching them go into the locks. Oh, I didn't see this video. Oh, you didn't see that one? Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, that was. I could have done that for a day. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, you know, they don't do helmets. They don't rent the helmets. That's too funny. That could that could be a meme, Mom. <laughs> you could be a meme. What what would you say? Um on my way to the fridge. <laughs> on my way to, On oh. my way to class. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't been checking your text messages, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dad got uh, the app for the Lime, Lime scooters or whatever, and uh, but it was tough to get them. But this was on University of Washington's campus, 
we walked around. The, but University of Washington was completely closed, and it has been for a, over a year. Oh, really? Yeah, so there were very few people there, which was fun to ride that scooter. Dad's, Dad rode it, too, and I took a picture of Dad riding it, but I didn't take a video like he did. That was a lot of fun. And we took, after University of Washington, we got on a bus and took the bus down to Ballard Locks, watched the boats go through, and ki- including kayaks, and, like, a fire boat went through. Oh, and, you know, cool. you know, parents were bringing sm- small children there, and it was just so exciting for them, to, the Aww. fire boat. The, and Dad sent a picture of the fire boat, and it was down low, and they, you know, they slowly yeah. raise it up yeah. to the level of... Uh, Puget Sound, and it goes out, and the kids wait. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Should we you talk know? about my issue? Uh, you have an issue? My stress management. Yeah, well, you did have some stretch management. Yeah, that was a fun, actually, texting in the airport last you night. You had fun? Well, it made the time go by fast, because we were sitting... We got to the airport three hours early, because... Oh, right. Because it was so hot, and so we didn't want to run was around. Was the airport air-conditioned? Yes, the airport yeah. was air-conditioned. Oh, my gosh, it was so crowded. If that weren't air-conditioned, that would have been uh, yeah, a public health crisis, I think. But it was good to get there early because we kind of got primo seats. Right, yeah. You know, um, in the waiting area. We got the good lounge chairs, and we could spread out. And so I was texting you, freaking out about my pre-lab. right. Right, because it wasn't working. It wasn't working, but it ended up was working. It just it was it, yeah, and yeah, engineering's like that. It's not. But it was a thirty percent error. That's really big. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah, there's reasons for that. You know, that, yeah, and that's I, and frustrating. I guess, like they don't tell you. They that. didn't tell you. Oh, you might not actually get a gain of ten. This is now electrical engineering talk. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was really frustrating. Yeah, like you, yeah, like there's specific, there's usually what are known as specifications that you're trying to meet, and, you know, you can either meet yeah, them or those. you cannot, and sometimes it's not possible to meet the specifications with the, you know, information you have. It's usually possible to, usually if you throw enough money at something, you can meet the specifications. Right. You know, if you're not violating the laws of physics. But with what you had, the information you had, and the material you had, you it was nearly yeah. impossible to meet the specifications. Yeah. But I was just freaking out because it wasn't working. Yeah. And I hate not having things work. I, like, I can't deal with, like, not having the right answer. Like, that's so frustrating. I mean, it's frustrating for everyone, I'm sure. But, like, I'm really I'm mm. really meticulous about my grades. Mm. And yeah. I like to have stuff in, like, two days before. You were always like that. Really? Oh, my gosh. And you were the first kid. I mean, you would come home on Friday, you know, after school, Friday afternoon. You'd sit down on the couch and you'd pull out your homework and it's like, I got homework to do. I'm a Friday afternoon. Like, I got homework to do. I'm, I'm still gonna, like that. I'll I'm going to do it. And, you know, your brother, Sunday night, 10 o'clock on Sunday night, he's like, yeah, okay, I guess I have some homework to do. <laughs> it's so much nicer to spend the whole weekend yeah. free. But I now agree. it's like I spend the whole weekend doing homework no matter when I start. 
because I have so mm. much more and it's harder. But still, when I, yeah. when it's like, I, I mean, I'm taking a summer class, so that's part of the reason why it's so like such a marathon. In regular school or regular semester, it's a little bit more spread out. So yeah. There are yeah. times when you're like, I have nothing to do right now. But in this class, I'm, I always have something to do. Right. I guess it's a pretty condensed class. Yeah. I mean, I'm so they doing keep you two hopping. labs a week, which right. means two That's lab reports and two pre-labs and two like actual labs a week. It's 10 right. hours a week in class. Right. And did they give you an expectation for how many hours out of class you would so, have to spend? Uh, no, like, because the professor didn't provide a syllabus, just because that's the way the professor is. Yeah, kind of disorganized. He's very disorganized. He's very nice. He won, like, some award for being, like, so committed to students. He's, like, he's always willing to talk to you about anything. Right. He's, like, the nicest ever, but, like, he's the most unorganized ever. Right, and being on lo- totally online doesn't help that, I right. guess. Yeah, he... Not in his case, anyway. You mentioned yeah. some professors are really organized. Yeah, the, the other... Another one I had for last semester was so organized. Oh, my gosh, that was... His class was very difficult, but, like, it being so organized made it easier. Right. So do you feel like you've learned a lot in this class, or...? Yeah, I do feel like I've learned a lot. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was talking with my friend... Um, Aaliyah, she listens. Shout out, Aaliyah. Oh, oh, she she's one of our faithful listeners, yeah. huh? Come yeah. Um, I've been, I talk to her, like, almost every day because of this class. Right. Like, um, but, well, oh, yeah, we were talking, and we're like, we've, I lo- we learned a lot. Yeah, it seems to me like you did. Like, yeah, but I, yeah. I still feel like, like, I'm, I'm not going that deep into the subjects. Like, we're doing first order filters but we're not doing second order filters and those are in the same chapter you know mm. like yeah how many chapters well the I, book is like 18 right but, but we we've done maybe like 10 or maybe, yeah maybe less yeah we skip some stuff and like that makes me nervous for ne- like other classes i think you'll be okay yeah yeah who knows i don't know if their ec department is good i, don't I mean know. There's, there's a lot out there. They can only teach you so much, you know. From my years of, um, you know, teaching in college and what I know of higher education, what they do is teach you how to learn. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm not good at learning how to learn. I just learning freak, how to, yeah. I just freak out when I have to like yeah learn something. Well, no, that's not true. I just freak out when I can't when I don't understand something. Yeah. Like, I hate not understanding. Yeah, that's something that I think has to be overcome somehow. But I feel like a lot of people are like that. Yeah, well, it's no fun to be in the dark. But, like, this is good because I've been able to understand everything we do, you know, after you explain it to me. Mmm. I mean, not, well, not most of the yeah. I had a pretty good handle on filters, but op amps you, did you help me with op I don't remember helping you a lot with op amps per se. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, think you did. You helped me with the Thevenant. But that's yeah. because it was... Yeah, they were... Yeah, even Well, your, your teacher even said this one was said, a little complicated. Yeah, some someone the, did go to him and be like, oh, you... Yeah, he and they, like, he'd give you like ten problems. And yeah, you don't have to do the last five. They were too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and he'll... He's the kind of guy, like, today or yesterday he sent us a homework set... 
And he, he said he would send that, like, last week, but he just sent it. And he's like, okay, this is due Thursday. And then in class today, he's like, okay, that was due today. And then he was like, no, no, no that was due Thursday. Right. Yeah. Well, like he probably you, has other things going on. You Who just knows? have to take everything he says, like, with a, like, a couple grains of salt. Right. Right. Are you bored? Am I bored right now? Yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. Okay. I don't get bored with you. Like, uh, yeah, you like to talk, and yeah. so, although you sometimes get bored with things I'm talking, like, I'll be talking about stuff, and you're like, yeah, let's move on, so, but whatever. Are you offended when I do that? Um, you know, no. I feel I like mean, whatever I'm I do. too old to get offended, I Especially like. offended by me, like, yeah. I, I feel like whatever I do, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe I give you Not- more leeway, because you're young, and, you know, you're, I'm just happy to be talking to you anyway, in my I talk to you a lot. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So I know what I want to do when I'm in college. I feel like I'm not ready to go to college. Ah, you'll be ready. Yeah, I mean we can still talk. But it's not the same. But like, yeah, I know I will. Yeah, this question of home. I'm thinking you'll be so distracted by stuff going on down there that I mean that's usually what happens in college, right? I mean, that's the whole thing with life is finding distraction. <laughs> that's what we do with ourselves yeah. is we find ways to distract ourselves. <laughs> Play cards or you know, go to a museum or whatever. Um, so what else did I want to say about Seattle? We, you, so I told you about the sailing trip, so we, you don't want to talk about yeah. that. We, we sailed on, I think it's called Elliott Bay, the first day. Pike's Place Market, which is famous and where I bought you a gift I told you about that and then after the Ballard Locks we went to this discovery park which dad had nostalgia for but uh we didn't it was so hot we didn't make it all the way through we walked through it a little bit and then we got on a bus back to downtown and then we went we did go to the Space Needle but we didn't go up but oh I was wondering if you went up or not no I took a picture that's I sent you that picture looking up at the Space Needle and that picture actually a very similar picture is in the news if you look at some of the the news um sites they'll show that picture because it's so hot the sky and the heat but I really like the Space Needle area because there's still a park there because that was put in, I didn't realize, maybe I did know this, but I had to be reminded, that was put in in 1962 as part of a World's Fair. Oh. And they don't do World's Fairs anymore, really. Yeah. But that was, but the whole area still has kind of that kind of World's Fair type feel to it. Yeah, a lot like of, walkability. Yeah, walkability, a lot of different displays. There's a lot of different museums there, street performers, you know, okay. a lot of different people walking around. And um, so, it, and there's a monorail there that they put in for the World's Fair, you know, and it's kind of a touristy thing, but it does take you from the Space Needle down to kind of the center of town. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. We didn't want to go up in the Space Needle. It was a long line, very touristy. But the whole area, yeah. I kind of like. There was a guy there standing next to Darth Vader. He was a stormtrooper, and it got it was probably a hundred degrees. He's in a complete stormtrooper outfit. Like was he talking to people? Yeah, well, he was a street performer basically. Was he getting good tips? Well, I gave him a little tip. I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of spare dollars or change on me, but I gave I, him some. Yeah, I He said, to... thank you, princess. <laughs> <laughs> I have your 
uh, card, your debit card. Oh, I know. I realized that I wanted to use it for something. And uh, yeah, I realized that too. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. But I guess Dad, Dad had you covered. Yeah. Well, I have my credit card too. So that that was kind of cool. And then, uh, yeah, and Dad told you all about our trip on Whidbey Island on Sunday. Yeah. And then Monday we went to the Museum of History and Industry. Yeah, where you sent me that picture of Bill Gates. Bill Gates' quotes. There was a lot of stuff in there. See, yeah, quotes don't, they don't, like, resonate with me enough to, like, get me through tough times. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess if you're in a tough time, a little quote's not going to help, but um, I did think of you. But the, 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 the museum itself told kind of the history of Seattle. Including oh, okay. the original settlers and uh, the Indians that were there. Yeah, and Seattle is named after Chief Seha or something. But one of the things I learned there is this, it took me back to the Ballard Locks because when they made this connection, and I, uh, I took a picture of this too, they made this connection between Lake Michigan, not Lake Michigan, Lake Washington and Puget Sound. When they put the cut in, Lake Washington was higher than Puget Sound, mm-hmm. so all the water flowed out of Lake Washington. Yeah. And there, somebody, and one of the Indians had a quote saying, well, when they did this, it was a good day for the white man, I guess, but for the Indians, it was awful. And when all the water drained out, the water fell, the water, I think it fell nine feet, and at the edges, wow. it was just like, you know, it was completely exposed, and there were just all the fish, fish flopping around oh in this shallow gosh. water. And people were just bringing up gunny sacks to stuff it in, stuff the fish into these gunny sacks because they are were gunny just sacks? well, I guess Nets. whatever they used for bags. Yeah, so it was kind of remarkable that, and, and that's the the whole um, kind of. When did uh, that happen? Um, I think around 1900, between 1900 and 1910. So, like, a bunch of fish. I guess they're not smart enough to go to the... Well, it just, I think it just dropped too fast. Like, they were just, I think they, like, live in this, in the sand, some of them. It would be too dense in the center anyway. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Is Is it, like, refill now? No, now Lake Washington is permanently below... Uh, Union Bay in Puget Sound. And in fact, when it happened, the water rose up in Puget Bay and flooded people's homes. Yeah. And so they made, um, it's kind of a little famous, there's an area where they made houseboats, and those people still live in those houseboats. So Um, did they anticipate this? Well, that's what I said to Dad. I'm like, didn't anybody know this was going to happen? And he said, well, sure, but they were going to do it anyway. Like, I think there was a lot of pressure to do it, to move. There was a lot of logging industry. So right, there so was, they needed some way to get yeah, from to, one to the other. To move the, the logs, yeah. I wonder if there's any way to do that without... Without causing so much devastation. Yeah. yeah. I, they're probably... I mean, like, certainly that you could do it slower, you know, right. Rather, but in 1900, and then the whole um, kind of philosophy of this museum is like this, you know, progress in building a major American city and the trade-off you have to do to the environment when that I happens. Mean, yeah. and, and the people not really thinking about that, they're just kind yeah, of pushing the, 
the industry. I learned a lot about that and well not a lot but in my history class like the Indians have this close relationship with the environment and then you know the Americans quote-unquote come in and like totally destroy the environment and then destroy the Indians with that environment. Right. Um, yeah. Which yeah. like it sucks but like also we wouldn't have our yeah. country with like we I wouldn't have my life without that. Yeah, we so probably wouldn't be here. It's yeah. such a paradox. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is kind of random, but you do in the Pacific Northwest that you do get a uh there is more of an Indian culture around and even the people, mm. a lot of the people you see is like, "Oh, I bet he's Native American." Even like people working in the ferries. Yeah. You know, you can just look at that person even behind a mask. He's like, "Oh, he really looks Native American. He really looks... Yeah, so I yeah. guess some of them stuck around. Well, some of them, yeah, and, and they made that point in the museum. Like, some of them resisted, and some of them realized that they had to assimilate. Like, they would have to, you know, make peace with yeah. what's happening if they were going to survive. And some of the tribes... I mean, there were probably, I mean, ten separate tribes in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, you know... You know, surviving off the land and and this Ballard Locks is they uh, they put in the I think they put in all these um, salmon ladders because the salmon used to swim. I guess there were little creeks between these large bodies of water, yeah. and the salmon would always swim upstream to spawn and then swim back. And they had when they put in these locks and dams, they put in salmon ladders for them to still go yeah and i guess they opened them up and dad said we should go over but they weren't running or they were being worked on or mm -hmm. something and they you know they put in regulations for fishing in the waters around there but then the indians claim that they have native rights so the regulations don't apply to them and then they, yeah you know, the americans that have to abide by these reg regulations, say, well, that's not fair, you know, why should we have to abide by these, you know, so it's kind of, anyway, yeah, I'm babbling on, sorry, babble, babble, no, babble. No, it's interesting, it's just, it's a long, yeah, long it's a, yeah, it's a long, well, Yancey spoke for 47 minutes, he got a big, long podcast. Yeah. Well, you he, have every podcast. Yeah, you're right, so. you're right. All right, All right no, that was, I feel like this was a good episode. Yeah. Not really a certain topic. A catch up, good catch up episode. Yeah, catch up, catch up episode. And uh, all right, yeah. well, well, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. We're gonna have some guests. All right, well, that's our adventures in the Pacific Northwest and all good old Philadelphia and everywhere in between. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.